2: the young bucks react to that cm punk aw collision promo a former wwe star worked backstage at aw collision jim ross to take time off following aw collision and will we get cm punk versus kenta at forbidden door hey who knows anyway hello and welcome to the what culture wrestling here with myself Andrew Pollard, the solo sunday news and let's dive straight into it because crazy feels back Crazy Phil is back. The Second City Saint, the voice of the voiceless, the straight edge superstar, CM Punk, made his long awaited return at AW Collision, Collision's premiere episode last night. And Phil didn't waste any time. He went, um, as we have a great reaction video, actually, we have the What Went Down video uh, with Andy Murray and with uh, Michael Hanfler as well as a, a live stream of them watching Collision. Um, but as they put it there, Phil went scorched earth. Uh, the opening show promo CM Punk just basically made his intentions clear. He lambasted a few people, he put a few people on notice, and one of the biggest lines to come out of this was where he uh, he referenced uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav, and said that David Zaslav calls him one Bill Phil, uh, because uh, basically he's a genuine deal, the, the genuine artifact in a business full of counterfeit books. I see what you did there, Phil. Um, but yes, this uh, this comment caught the attention of many wrestling fans. It's kind of doing the rounds on Twitter because, hey, these things always do. Um, but the, the Young Bucks themselves have responded to CM Punk's comment. And thankfully, it's it's a nice playful comment because uh, the the Bucks, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, they tend to uh, update their Twitter bio with uh, certain things they want to get off their chest. And uh, this time, they've done that to say that basically, if it was in two thousand and eighteen, they would have already made a counterfeit Bucks uh, listing on pro wrestling tees because the Bucks, hey, they're all about the money. Um, they they in terms of. Uh, marketing themselves they've been they've done such a phenomenal job over the years um in how any idea that they can get it out there push it let's see if we can uh, make some money off this because hey pro wrestling a lot of the time is about making money uh these guys and girls have got to make a living uh, and the books have been phenomenal in their uh their use of marketing uh, so it's just a little playful uh spin on that that they'd have done counterweight bookshirt. If it was a time before uh, before AEW, of course. Um, now this, some people might speculate on this that seemingly that the relationship between the Young Bucks and CM Punk has uh, has relaxed a little bit because I mean there was the interview with ESPN that Punk did that came out on Friday or oh, was it Saturday? Friday or Saturday, whenever that came out, uh, and he, Punk had said that he'd approached the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to apologise for a brawl out, um, and that he was basically fed legal uh, notifications that like, nah, this this ain't happening, mate. Uh, and there's been lots of rumours and speculation that Kenny Omega is fine with with CM Punk, he's he's willing to speak to him, but the Young Bucks are not. So this would indicate that hey, they're at least having some fun with this. Whether the the parties can work together in the future. That remains to be seen, Uh, but there's, I mean... There's money there. There's money there. There's so much money there in the Elite versus CM Punk and FTR. Throw them in the mix. But whether we get that, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Um now on to our next story. And Chris Hero, the former Cassius, oh no, the knockout artist, uh, was at AEW Collision last night, working backstage. Uh seemingly, as a producer, this story came from Fightful Select, where it said that uh that yeah, Hero was backstage working as essentially what sounds like a a tryout part of a trial uh, where he uh, he was yeah assisting backstage seemingly as a producer Um, and that's that's a really smart move to me if, if I'm Tony Khan you've I mean they, they brought in Jimmy Jacobs recently who had formerly been with WWE impact in their creative capacity and his producer capacity and it's like if you you bring in you've launched this third show this third weekly show Um, and we're not talking dark we're not talking dark elevation we're talking a proper TV show two hours of television on a Saturday night in addition to dynamite and in addition to rampage it makes sense to to look to uh, bring more people in to help uh lessen the load i guess is one way to put it as someone like chris hero I mean, the, the dude's been there and done it. He's obviously a favorite of the independent scene for for years, 43 years of age now. It was only, what, maybe two weeks ago that he did an interview himself, uh, which I think was all the uh, part of Fightful, where he said that he's not retired. He's just waiting for the right opportunity. Now, Hero has not wrestled since April of 2020, uh, which is for NXT UK, uh, which NXT UK is no longer a thing. That's how long ago it was uh, that he last wrestled. But he said he's not retired from him in competition, waiting for the right moment. Uh, and, and something like this, to me, it's it's a no-brainer. Chris Hero, been there, uh, done it, all over the independent scene. Any notable independent promotion you could think of, he's been there. Uh, he's 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 wild. He's had these great rivalries on the independent scene with, you know, uh, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, teaming with Claudio Castagnoli. Um, just uh, obviously CM Punk, the the stuff they did in IWA itself, just. There's there's a lot there. There's a lot of history with that guy, with a lot of people in AEW currently, and obviously, of course, Ring of Honor. So I just think somebody having someone with that much knowledge, that much respect from people in the business, if you can bring him on board... I, I think that's a, a very, very smart move. Um, now, while Chris Hero is seemingly coming into the fold of AEW, somebody taking a step back for the time being is Jim Ross, uh, good old JR. Now he was announced as being part of the uh, of a three-man announced team with Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness for AEW Collision, which to me, that sounded great. Um, I, I got a little bit of beef online because I I picked up JR, because Jim Ross is the greatest to ever do it. And while he may not be quite the Jim Ross that of, of years, gone by he's still a phenomenal asset he's still great on the call to me but if i'm watching professional wrestling and i'm seeing stuff that to me doesn't quite make sense and i'm like hmm man this that, that's a, that, that does not that's not logical. That doesn't really work. Jim Ross is the person that makes me feel like not an idiot because he calls it out too. I know that's not always productive to the product. I know there's maybe other ways to do it. But yeah, and maybe I'm just a grumpy old man too. But uh, yeah, Jim Ross, man, fantastic. Uh, but yeah, he was announced as part of the the, the Collision announce team. Um, though before Collision, uh, JR had taken to Twitter to say he'd had a fall and he, he'd suffered a black eye. And, and when Collision came around... He was just used on the main event. So uh, it was, uh, to me, I was expecting Jim Ross throughout the show, but it was, we just saved him for the main event, which is great. He was, I thought he, what he said uh, during the main event was fine he was just very hoarse um uh, so hopefully jr's okay but he uh yeah he's taken to twitter after collision to say the uh basically to apologize for how he sounded and say he'll be taking a step back to heal um so it sounds like jr's gonna be you know taking some time off um and hopefully he's okay because i mean who who does not love jim ross man i know that it... <laughs> The wrestling discourse, there's always hate in there. But how can anybody have any hate for Jim Ross, man? Just the career he's had, the life he's had, the things he's been through, the ups and the downs. Yeah, uh, all the love in in the world for for JR. And uh, hopefully it's time away to heal, goes well, and we will have him back on our screens um, because he's the the voice professional wrestling, man. The the greatest to ever do it, without a doubt. Especially when you're talking, you know, play-by-play. Just phenomenal. So uh, best wishes to JR. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: uh, And uh, one last story we've got here is CM Punk versus Kenta hmm question mark this is a match that's been just years in the making because there's been a very both people have been very well Kenta in particular uh, has been very public with uh, basically it's beefing over the GTS to go to sleep because that's Kenta's move obviously CM Punk uh, made it slightly more well known just because CM Punk had a bigger platform in terms of WWE uh, and uh, yes, this is a match that some people have thought that maybe we'll get this at Forbidden Door because Forbidden Door takes place a week today, the 25th of June Um but according to Kenta, this is a match that's never going to happen. Yes, he has taken to Twitter himself and literally just said that, that that Punk versus Kenta is never going to happen. Now it's worth noting that, with a little pinch of salt, that Kenta, uh, very much his social media activity is um, in character; it's kayfabe, essentially. He's he's his wrestling persona on Twitter. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into this. But for me, that the bigger um, concern with putting together Kenta versus CM Punk right now for Forbidden Door is you have, you've got a week to, to sort that out. And it seems a little bit, to me, I'd like a couple more weeks. I know you can throw these things together, but it just seems like maybe the, the timelines don't quite match up hey and if we get a forbidden door 3 and if cm punk is still employed by AEW, um then then maybe that's when you do it or we can do it at any other show you could literally bring it because of the relationship AEW has with other promotions uh in particular new japan pro wrestling th- there's always agreements you can have it doesn't have to be forbidden door but you can still do that match because there's a week still to get there. We've got Dynamite. We've got Rampage. Hey, we've got Collision. You could even pull it out of the bag next Saturday on Collision to set it up for the following day uh, if they really wanted to. Um, I'm I'm all for it, man. Kenta's just... It's so... One of the great um, stories, I guess you could call it, in wrestling these last few years is seeing Kenta getting his mojo back because obviously in WWE and NXT is Hideo Itami injuries really derailed that he could he could have been a big star in wwe i don't know how big of a star because this was a wwe we'll talk about that that's that was spearheaded by vince mcmahon um so whether just in terms of his size and his stature obviously kent is not normally what vince would look for so how far he could have got, but the talent was there, man. Just what a f- phenomenal uh, in-ring worker. And so it's just good to see him get some of his mojo back. Now, yes, he is not the Kenta of prior to WWE. He's not that wrestler anymore. He's had to adapt a little bit. His, his injuries do take their toll. Age takes its toll. Uh, trust me, I, I'm getting, getting old myself, brother. But uh, it's just—it's really cool to see him get like some spring back in his step. And if we get Kent vs. CM Punk, I will be right here for it. I think it could be—could uh, be absolutely great. Right now, this is where I bumble through Twitter to see what questions you've sent in, and hopefully I, I do that quite quick. Um, where are we? Right. Let's start with Lester Lee has got in touch. Which of course you can get in touch with uh What Culture W on Twitter and myself at Culture LovePeg on Twitter. Um so Leicester's got in touch. So obviously we saw a lot of crossover in the women's division yesterday. But if you were to pick three women to spearhead collision, who would you select and why? Right. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me clear my throat. Oh, who would I pick? Three women. I- I'm 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 gonna go with the logic that they are in AEW right now. Um rather than just three women across the industry um or at least i'm going to go with the logic of they're not employed by wwe i mean the first one for me is jamie hater because jamie hater just brilliant brilliant i I love her in-room work just snug as anything big powerful strong dominant could be a a great fighting babyface, but it's also an uh, I don't know what words I can say on YouTube that will get censored or not. Um, but, but she's she, basically she's a great villain as well. She's so good. The sass she has, the disdain, the utter disdain. Uh, I was fortunate to interview her for uh, for What Culture, um, what maybe a year or so ago. It's Just great. Just the, the, the sass she has uh, as as a as a bad guy or a bad girl. Just yeah. So Jamie Hater is is my number one pick. Thunder Rose is my number two pick because. Thunder Rosa LaMera, Mera, Mera. I, I'm I cannot wait for her to return to our screens because she's just it, 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 oh, in in ring. So she's, she's done the uh, Spanish language commentary for AW. Uh, but yeah, Thunder Rosa is another one, man. I remember the first time I saw her was in the NWA, and it was like she was the only wrestler, the only person, male or female, who had entrance music of some sort at that point. Uh, when the when the NWA was really good, God, man, what what happened, Billy? Billy, come on, brother, what are you doing? just anyway yeah so Thunder Rosa and then number three I mean Britt Baker is an obvious one but on the other side of that if you have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter right now they feel like they have to be two so you want kind of three wrestlers who can sta- who stand on their own I mean Britt could do that um I maybe go Statlander is uh, great man again great to see her back um but then you know what? No. Sorry, stat. You're on hold right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Jade. Jade Cargill. She's still very green in the ring, but just that presence, man. It's it's the sort of thing you cannot teach. Um, so, so yeah, we're going Jamie Hayter, Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill. Bang. There we go. Uh, right, next question. The one true Aaron Taylor's got in touch. Uh, will Punk get the detrimental Cody Rhodes reaction from the crowd outside of Chicago? Hmm. Well, that remains to be seen, because while, obviously... Here I am loud and proud of my CM Punk t-shirt and the majority of of Chicago's United Center very much appreciated uh, Crazy Phil. There were some boos. I mean, I'm not sure if I was hearing things, but there there were. There was still, even in Chicago, there was still rumblings. There was still some boos for CM Punk. So, I mean, whether he gets the full-on Cody Rhodes treatment, because Cody became like farcical, man, towards the end where it was just like... You you need to turn heel or, or, or leave the company, which obviously the the latter. And he's doing great, you know, the the biggest babyface in the, in the industry right now. Um, yeah, so I think I think Phil, I think CM Punk. I say Phil like he's my best pal. But like no, um, we're getting way too uh, too uh, informal. But yeah, I think I think CM Punk. There is a very big risk that he will be getting uh, lots of booze in other places. Um, but I don't think that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing, man. The, the bad thing is if you're getting no reaction. And I think CM Punk, man, he's, he's smart enough to play into this stuff. He's He doesn't care if he's a good guy or a bad guy. He doesn't care how you view him, how I view him. It's just a case of... If he's getting whatever reaction he's getting he will play into that so yeah i think i think punk will get lots of negative reaction but i think he'll be absolutely fine uh right gordon's got in touch uh well do i have everybody's attention now yes gordon uh what wrestler would you say is the biggest missed opportunity after being a protege for example alex riley when he was with the miz old a rai you know what i think that's off the top of my head yeah man alex riley could be could be the one uh, it seemed like he was destined for big things and supposedly he had a bit of a fallout with john cena and before you know it you're you're back in nxt and you you look trying to look like triple h with grown your hair out and the black trunks um yeah maybe maybe alex riley um let me think i i guess maybe as well although it was kind of down to his own fault to be honest but i, I think uh, Sin sincara when he came in because when he first came in it was kind of like Rey Mysterio kind of took him under his wing a little bit, that was kind of a mentor sort of role, a protege, and Sin Cara clearly just obviously did not work out, um, and got replaced and got fired, so yeah, uh, so yeah, no, I think Alex Riley, I think you nailed it there, to be honest, Gordon. Um, right, MJF has got in touch, happy Sunday, hope the coffee is strong, collisions theme is terrible and doesn't fit, I love Rose in the Attitude Era, what are your best and worst themes? brother the coffee has been very this this is going to be a killer for me on sundays just a little bit behind the inside baseball behind the scenes i don't know it's very small first world problems but yeah starting at work at 7am on a sunday having to watch get up a bit earlier so like basically 4 30 a.m this morning to watch two hours of wrestling and then get, get a quick shower it's gonna, these Sundays are going to be long, man. So, yes, lots of strong coffee today, MGF. Uh, as for a uh, Collision's theme, I don't mind it. I think it's all right. It's 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 good. I I, I do. I quite... Yeah, no, I do like it. I do like it. Uh, obviously, Elton John. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's it's very cheesy, but it kind of fits. So I'm, I'm not too bad on that. As for best and worst themes... Oh. I mean... There's, I think there's, there's a lot in the worst pile where it's just like they're there. That's it. They're just generic. They don't stay in your memory. I mean, even the ones that WWE use these days, it's like, meh, I, I, I don't, don't really care. Uh, as for the best, you know what? The move to the music, play the, and I, I, it says funky music. I always thought it said something different back then. The one, they had, the, the ruthless aggression for Raw, that kind of jumps out. I, I, I like that a lot. And obviously the SmackDown, the classic SmackDown one, which I cannot do because it's just noises. The which I've just done and it is noises. But yeah, the original one, that was, that was really cool. That really kind of just set the tempo for SmackDown and then well, yeah, the the whole layout of SmackDown M was just great. Uh, Peter Pasta, I'm sure Peter Pasta is a gangster um, from Hell's Kitchen, uh, <laughs> if I remember rightly. But anyway, Peter Pasta, the, the very first episode of Hell's Kitchen USA, uh, sorry, Kitchen Nightmares USA, with uh, CM Punk bringing out the title bag? do you see a Collision World Heavyweight Title coming? Maybe, maybe. I, I think I don't think so right now. I think more that was just uh, CM Punk using something to uh, basically say, that, look, I didn't get beat for this world title. Uh, and it's just a way to uh, essentially put MJF on notice that, hey, don't, don't, just go a bit of a way don't forget, don't think I've forgotten that I was the world champion the last time I was here and nobody beat me for it. So I think it's more that, it's more a prop for that, I would say, Peter. Now, don't whack me. Uh, Mark Solid's got in touch. More than Andrew. More than Mark. Thoughts on a recent-ish heel turn where the heel still hadn't really justified the turn. Ooh. Um... Not necessarily a heel turn, but because he was already a heel, but an alignment. I think Powerhouse Hobbs, who brilliant, he's great. I I look forward to seeing a lot more in now that collision's around, because uh, that guy, the ceiling's very high on him. But I think Powerhouse Hobbs, when he aligned with QT Marshall, uh, when it was to to win the the TNT title, and it just kind of it it came from nowhere, and it's never really been explained why Powerhouse Hobbs is with qt marshall it's like they're just there and we get those really bad qtv segments just absolute trash absolute dumpster fire of segments i mean if there's any qt marshall fans out there i'm sorry but it's really bad um but yeah i think the the whole power and and obviously qt took to twitter to say that you know there was the the reveal of, of dms that he'd sent to, to will hobbs Back whenever, just before Hobbs first came to work for the company, so th- there is a real you know relationship there, which is fine, but in terms of on TV, it's never really been explained. So, yeah, so it's not necessarily a heel term, but an alignment there. I'm gonna go with that. Um, that I uh I didn't quite uh get, and I think. I think we're all good. I I think we're all good. I'm sure there was one more message somewhere and I have uh, completely overlooked it because I can't find it because I'm scrolling through Twitter like uh, a crazy old man um yes but that has been the solo sunday news myself andrew ball here at what culture wrestling um i hope you're having the best possible day uh, as mentioned go and watch other videos that will be floating around here including uh simon miller will be here later today with the ups and downs from collision um michael Hanflet and andy murray have done a recap they watched it live and then they did the uh the what went down so go and check those out as well uh, and i will catch you next time